Welcome everyone. I'm Sue Barber, author, former IT director for a Fortune 500 company, turn executive coach, and this is the Visibility Factor podcast, where we explore how to raise your visibility and play bigger at work and in life. We'll explore key topics and welcome guests that help you shift your thinking about yourself so you can see new possibilities for your leadership. I'm on a mission to create a visibility movement for leaders to show their value and be seen for their true talent. Are you ready to take the next step towards a higher level of visibility for yourself? Let's go. The Visibility Factor podcast is brought to you in part by the 90-Day Visibility Breakthrough Accelerator Program. Do you believe deep down inside that you can have a bigger career, but you don't know how to get there? You can keep doing what you're doing, but what if there is a better way that could accelerate your progress? This 90-day program is a powerful experience that is unique to you and provides dedicated time to focus on your specific challenge. It gives you the time to develop big ideas and plans to execute them, including the tools, resources, and motivation needed for success. Hundreds of clients have used this same program to take them to the next level in their career and to create a better life. Join me in a 90-day experience that focuses on challenges like creating a strategic plan, how to lead an organizational change, or prepare for a career transition. This dedicated time will help you see new possibilities, recognize your strengths, and take away key insights that can be leveraged immediately. Are you ready to create a breakthrough for yourself? If you're interested in learning more, visit susanmbarber.com forward slash visibility breakthrough accelerator for more information and to sign up for the program. I look forward to seeing you there. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Visibility Factor podcast. This is Sue Barber, your host. Today, we're going to talk about imperfect action. Now, as many of you know, and if you've read the book, you know I was quite the perfectionist and I was that person for a really long time. I was really proud of being a perfectionist and I probably made everyone else around me feel like they needed to be one too. And in my head, I thought that's what made me better. I thought it helped me accomplish things in the best way. But I think looking back on it now, what it did was it moved me into a place of procrastination because I wasn't sure how to do stuff, so I would hesitate. I wouldn't start things that I didn't know how to do. And I didn't even recognize that that was happening for a really long time. So I had to change the way that I looked at the things that challenged or scared me. I started thinking about them as experiments, and I've talked about that on the show a little bit, taking small actions on something that I didn't know how to do or never attempted before. But the important part of this action was that I would learn a lesson from what I tried or make a shift to try something else. This imperfect action was moving me out of a perfectionism mindset. It gave me the confidence to make progress when I wouldn't have even tried before. There's a great quote here by T. Harv Eker. Successful people have fear, successful people have doubts, and successful people have worry. They just don't let these feelings stop them. And I thought that was a really great quote because I think that's what happens for many of us is we are operating in fear or doubt or we worry that someone might see us as a failure and we hold ourselves back. Can you think of people in your life who seem to have it all together? They don't let obstacles get in their way. They just keep making things happen no matter what. Nothing seems to stop them. An obstacle shows up, they figure out a way to work through it. They get around it. They enlist the help of someone else. They just keep making progress. Now, everyone always looks like they have it all together, but most of the time, there are people who walk around every day with doubt or insecurity, at least 70% in the U.S. alone, and they are trying to hide that. They're afraid to admit that those feelings exist inside of them because they don't want anyone to know that they're not perfect. 
But what if they started doing experiments like I talked about earlier and trying things instead of staying stuck? To be honest, it took me some time to be able to take imperfect action with consistency. I didn't really do it until I was in this world of entrepreneurship. I work with a lot of people who talk about imperfect action, and it it really struck me as something that I just wasn't really adapting into my own world. And I thought, how can I do this more and more consistently? So I began to study people who lived by this approach. At first, I couldn't believe that they would just try things without having it all figured out. I watched them do it over and over again. And once I saw that they tried things, learned from them, made adjustments and kept going, that was the inspiration that I needed to try it for myself. Now, I know that I talked about perfectionism in the book along with all the other imposter syndrome types because these are the things that hold people back, not only from moving forward in their career, but also in their life. And I want you to know there's no such thing as perfection. I I didn't believe that for a really long time. I thought it was something that you could attain. And I've shared what I've learned from Brene Brown, that it's a way to avoid criticism, which I do believe for me was very true. Of course, people who are afraid of criticism will do whatever they can to avoid it. Hence, this becomes a habit of perfectionism that gets started early in life. You want to make your parents proud. You want to get good grades. You want to do what you need to do to get the highest ratings in your company. All of these things to try to avoid criticism. So the way I have seen perfectionism show up for me is when I had to make decisions. What was interesting for me, though, it wasn't the big decisions that got in my way. I could make those easily. It was the little decisions that involved maybe someone else doing something for me. It combined my perfectionism and my people-pleasing into one. For example, hiring someone to paint our living room. The decision to pick out the paint color for our living room walls felt permanent to me when I struggled to decide. No, I'm not a designer, and there are many people out there who can make those decisions without any issue. I am not one of them. I know intellectually it can be repainted, but I can't do it, and I didn't want the painter to be inconvenienced, hence my people-pleasing, if I hated it once it was on the walls. Now, luckily, I had an amazing contractor who kind of gave me a permission slip to change it if I hated it. Now, yes, I know that they will just charge me and do whatever I ask, but to me, it took the pressure off of me that I had to make the best decision in that moment, and instead we painted one wall, and I decided I loved it, and we went forward. I don't know if those are decisions that hold you back, but many people struggle, like buying a car. Um, Obviously, buying a house is a big purchase. A lot of things in our personal lives are harder for us to make decisions about, And sometimes if you can just start to look at what are options to help you get through it, where do you need a permission slip from someone to help you through the situation like I had to just keep you moving forward? Is your fear of making a change holding you back? Now, one of the biggest changes that I've made since leaving my corporate career is really adapting this imperfect action. It's really empowering to try things and experiment versus having to get it all right. I can implement imperfect actions each day without the worry of what anyone else thinks. It is incredibly freeing to do this without any fear. When I look back at my past, the word imperfect wasn't a part of my vocabulary. I wore that crown of perfection proudly and would wear it as long as I possibly could. I would wait until I was more certain before taking any action. I had a story in my head that said I had to try to be perfect, avoid criticism, and eliminate any possibility of failure. I didn't realize how that thinking held me back. Trying to be perfect meant that I wouldn't speak up on things, stand up for myself, or take advantages of opportunities to be visible. 
I played it safe, and as a result, I didn't move forward in my career at times. It was frustrating to operate that way, but I didn't know where to start. I had to learn how to be more visible and try things. It was time to make changes no matter how uncomfortable or scary they were for me. Taking new actions to raise my visibility changed everything for me. Now, I can see in so many ways how people are just struggling with change. They're afraid of it. They don't want to deal with it. They just try to avoid it. I've seen it over and over again. I've seen it in myself at times. We immediately go to the negative instead of seeing the possibilities. And change is a process. It doesn't happen overnight. But what if the changes you make could change everything about your career and how you see yourself? What if the steps you took each day changed how others saw you too? Wouldn't it be worth a try? So what if you could start today and try something different that pushes you out of your comfort zone? Take something small, just create some small imperfect action to help you move through the change. It's time to let go of those fears and say yes to making a change that's going to create a huge impact on your life and in your career. You are too valuable to remain in the background. Don't let perfectionism and fear keep you from showing others how incredible you are. What if you think of it as a game to play? Be creative and see what happens. You know, when we play games, we don't know who's going to win or lose all the time. And we just enjoy the moment of having fun and playing the game. So what if something you try is just a game that you can start to see what happens? You can always think of it as an experiment as well, because no one expects an experiment to go well the first time. There is no pressure to get it right, but it's more important to learn instead. And let's be honest, being perfect isn't worth your time. The extra time that you could take to make something perfect is most likely not going to make that much difference. If this is you, then you spending time doing the extra work to make others happy, avoid criticism, is because you're trying to meet someone else's unrealistic expectations. So what if I gave you a permission slip on whatever thing you're working on, a project, a book, uh, whatever kind of work that you do, if I gave you that permission slip and said, do what is absolutely necessary to accomplish it, but don't do all the extras. At a minimum, you'd have the conversation with someone to see if the extra work is really necessary. Let the need to be perfect go and move on to the next set of work. Most of the time, no one is expecting perfection from us, but we create a story that it's necessary. Now, I have really come to love taking imperfect actions. It wasn't something that came naturally to me in the beginning, but I can see the benefits. I try something, and if it works great, then I'm thrilled. And if it doesn't, then I try something else. It is so empowering to try things and experiment versus having to get it all right. Now I can implement imperfect actions each day without the worry about what other people think, or in some cases, just trying things just to see what will happen. It's incredibly freeing to try to do these things without fear. Now, I think we all know perfectionism and fear will keep you from getting things done, showing others what you can do, and focusing on what is more valuable. Start today and try something different that pushes you out of your comfort zone. If you can just think of one thing, just one thing, and try it, let's see what happens. It's time to let go of your fears and say yes to getting things done that create a bigger impact for your visibility, for your leadership, maybe for your team, because you want to set an example for them that it's okay for them to take imperfect action too. Your team and even your kids are watching you at all times and you want them to learn from you. You want them to know that you don't have to be perfect ever. If you don't know anything is wrong, how can you change? One of my favorite quotes from Maya Angelou is, do the best you can until you know better. When you know better, do better. I've taken that to heart in so many ways in my business and as a coach. 
They've stopped focusing on perfection so much and focused on taking imperfect actions. For example, I took imperfect action when I launched this podcast. I didn't know all the things that I needed to do to get it across the finish line and launch it. But I had a great company in Sheep Jam who helped me just with all of the comfort and confidence that I could do it. And all of that just made such a difference for me. It really helped me be able to launch in a very quick time frame. And we are now at 80 episodes. I can't believe it. It's really flown by. And so I want you to think about where you could take some imperfect action, maybe not as big as launching a podcast, but know that everybody goes through this. Everybody has to try things and just see what happens. Now, I had to fight every doubt in my head that was focused on the things that weren't perfect and instead focus on what was right. My very first episode that I did, I wanted to throw it out. (laughs) I didn't think it was good enough. I wanted to re-record it. And luckily, um, the company CEO talked to me and just made me feel really comfortable that it was great. And it's important to get something out in the world. It doesn't have to be perfect. And I share this with you because there are still moments when I do something new and those same doubts that keep kept me hidden in the past show up again. The difference is that this time I don't hold myself back. I made a choice to do it even with all the doubts and fears. So where are you still letting perfection or the doubts in your head hold you back from doing something that you want to do? Now, if you listened to last episode, I talked about Atomic Habits, the book from James Clear, and I grabbed a quote from that book for this episode because I think it makes a lot of sense and you can relate to it. Many people won't attempt something unless they can find an example of someone else who is already doing it. Rely on this type of thinking too much and you'll never do anything interesting. Your path through life is unique. It is important to extract lessons from the experiences of others, but you can't wait for a perfect example to take action. You are the example. James Clear. I think that's an amazing quote because it's so ties in with this episode in so many ways, right? I think we are always constantly looking at social media, looking at other people, comparing ourselves to them. And when you can release that comparison and really start to trust yourself that you know the right thing to do, even if you just stop for a minute and just be quiet and listen to what you think the answer could be for you, it can take you so much further. I realized over time that I didn't do enough of that when I was a leader. I didn't spend time reflecting enough. And I try to talk to the leaders that I coach now so that they do that for themselves because that's how you really can stand out as a leader when you can trust yourself and know that whatever you have to do, what decisions you have to make, you can do that in the best way. And it helps your team. Again, it helps your team see what is possible because of what you're doing, the example that you're setting. I want you to recognize your unique gifts and the value that you have to offer. Don't diminish or devalue them. I think at times we look at the things that we have done and we see them as no big deal. We see them as things that everybody can probably do. Well, everybody can't do them. Otherwise, they would do them. So I want you to start to look at the things that you have to offer. See them as strengths. See them as things that you can share with others to help them grow And at the same time, you're going to be showing the value that you bring to an organization as a leader that maybe others aren't doing. I want you to be recognized for the unique things that you have to offer and don't diminish them ever. Today's visibility action, I want you to think about these questions for yourself. Where are you putting perfection ahead of the good? I think it's very common for us to do that. And we probably have a lot of things on our plate, a lot of things that we need to get done But what if you just go with the 80-20 rule? 80% is good enough. 
Where might you be placing perfectionistic expectations on others? I think for people who have perfectionistic tendencies, uh, they are very good at uh, projecting those onto other people. And so communication becomes really important here and asking yourself if you are doing that to someone else, uh, listening to some of the things that they may give you as feedback and paying attention to where you can teach them, you know, the importance of perfection versus good. And then what could you do to take some imperfect action that might show you a new way to look at how you do things differently? Just try something small, like I mentioned earlier. Take one thing that you're doing, try to do something different with it. You might figure out a better way to do it. It might improve the process. You might come up with a different answer. You might work with someone new because you asked them for advice or you talked with them. And together you came up with something that's different that you wouldn't have ordinarily tried. These are the moments where you have to push yourself and have a little bit of courage to try it differently. You might actually love the result that you get. We hope you enjoyed today's episode of the Visibility Factor podcast, and we'll catch you on the next one. Thanks so much for listening to the Visibility Factor podcast. Remember that visibility starts with small steps that are intentional and consistent each day. Be bold, be visible, be the leader you were meant to be. Find us and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever else you listen to podcasts. Follow us on all of our social media platforms, which are highlighted in the show notes. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you next time on the Visibility Factor Podcast.